your lives in five, four, three, three two, one. two, one. Wait, did you do the sound check? Or are we good on the sound check? Okay. I'm starting off for you. You know, you know. I've been practicing. I always start off. You start off. I've been practicing. Um, hi, guys. My name is Mukrimat. Um, wait, we got to take it over. My Not guys. Hi, my people. <laughs> my name is Mukrimat, your co-host. And this is Rebecca, your other co-host. And thank you for tuning in for another episode with Fang the Podcast. Yes. And in case you don't know what you should already know by now. Fang stands for First American Nigerian Generation. And that is who we are. Yes, period. So, let's get good. We did good with the intro. I'm not going to lie. We just have to applaud ourselves for that one. That was a good one. That was a good one. You did good. I'm proud. Yeah. Second time's the charm. Always. Yes. And you look beautiful today. I do. You did the dance. I, like, I feel like I'm putting that in. Oops, I feel like I'm putting that energy out there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm loving if y'all could see the eyeshadow is like the lashes is given all natural. Really? You complimented yeah. my eyeshadow? Yes, baby. After I'm complimenting she, it. After she told me I couldn't put on glitter eyeshadow well, today. I'm complimenting it because it looks nice. Because um, it always looks nice. Thank you. But I would have preferred if, you know, it looks good. It's not glittery, so. And I kind of did a little shimmer shimmer because you did that. Oh, you, that's just a little bit. Just a little. That's why you did it. It's a little. Right I thought I saw a little glow in your eye. Yeah, just a little bit. A little you know? twinkle, twinkle, or whatever. Mm -hmm. That shine bright like a diamond. You, you know, look baby. good too, though. Thank you. Yeah, I like the shirt. Thank you. Thank it's an, you. It's an interesting color. You don't see a lot of people with that color on. This is teal, right? It's like a baby teal. Don't ask me because I'm gonna tell you like five different shades. I think it's a combination of. Yeah, it's given the iridescence. The it's given like silver teal, right? Mm. I, was, I was about to say orange, but I knew everybody would come for me with that one. Because where the fuck is orange? Yeah, where the fuck is orange? Where that came from? I don't know. <laughs> there was orange balloons in church. That's why. How was church today? Um, It was good. I wish I was there for the whole service. But um, makeup had to get done and we had to get here. Um, Hopefully, by God's grace, they will see me again next week. They, I went to church. They were like, you're leaving already? <laughs> it's been six weeks. I said, damn, y'all counting. I miss you. I took you. I'm taking I know, you on right? Sundays. I mean, I love you. My father, my, my holy. Yeah. Um, Maybe one day you'll follow me to church. Maybe. It's not by fire, by force. No, it's not. It's Church just be too long. They, it's like it's not that it's not it's, every church. Bro. I know, but every church that I've been to, besides school-related service and mass and whatnot, it's always been like maybe three hours, four hours. And yeah. you know, I get we're preaching a message, but they preach the same message over and over and over. Not necessarily. That's what I. That's what I've witnessed. I mean, in one. And on one Sunday, when they're preaching, it's like the same thing over and over and over again. Because those be the pastors that's, that just be talking to talk to waste time. Yeah. Like, they're, my church, minute mass and I'm I don't good. know about a 45 minute, but like, in my church day, it's about three hours long. It's about three hours, but the preaching part is not the longest part. The preaching part is not the longest part. Like, the preaching part be like 45 minutes. The rest is singing, dancing, Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, that's different. That's different. Yeah, it's more active. Um, I'm still learning the way of my church anyway. Maybe your church is like more active and more hands-on, but like the churches that I've been to, I mean, it's just been too long. That's really it. You know, being a kid, you want to go home, you want to watch TV, you don't want to wake up at 7, 8 o'clock in the morning, get to church, and you don't eat before church, eat after church. What? 
You don't eat before church, you eat after church. Not necessarily. It depends if you go for morning service or afternoon service. Yeah, we go for the very early, early service. And then after we get back home, we make yam and egg and kwambi. Okay, that's tradition. That's, <laughs> that is tradition. Um, but I feel like I kept talking about church, but yeah. Okay. So yeah, there's, for church. <laughs> there's many different churches, though. Just to teach you something that we know, there's different kind of churches. There's Christ Apostolic Church. Um, I went to the one called Agbala Atura. Um, and now I go to a caribou church. Um, for the Nigerians that know, that is a white garment church. And for those that don't, now you do. <laughs> I don't know how much further to explain it because I'm still learning the way of um, the Caribou Church. It's new for me, but not new to my family. I just wasn't taught it in my upbringing in life. Um, so that's the church I'm trying to invite her to, but she'll come when she wants to. I'll come one day. Um, you know, one day. Just one day. But either way, how is, your, how is everything going on for you? Um, everything's been good. Just focus on work, really. Working on Fang, behind the scenes stuff. She is working hard on it. Yes. So, you know, just trying to keep busy, making sure to just remember to treat myself and make sure I take care of myself, you know? That's little good. Self-care, a little skincare routine, little mani-pedi. I do need my nails done. I'm not going to hold you. You going to book me? Yes. I'm, I'm licensed yeah, yet. I want you to do my next You want me? Set. You want to let me do it? I want you going to come to Jersey? Set. It might take me a couple of weeks to get there, <laughs> but <laughs> but couple weeks. It might take me a couple of weeks, but yeah. Okay, you get there when you get there. I just learned how to do silk wrap. You already know I do the acrylics. Yeah, like my nails, my nails. The Nigerians did it. Me. <laughs> yes. Um. But let's get straight into today's topic. Yes. Um. Today's topic. What is it? Flirting. Yes. You know, you shooting your shot, but. Is you have to shoot it differently. Every game is not the same. There's the ones with the Nigerians, and there's the one with the African Americans, or if you prefer to be called black, either one. That's it's a it's two different games. I've you know I've I've missed a couple shots. You know some people have made a couple shots, um, but you never know till you take it, right? Yeah, I mean I ain't really ever be shooting the shot. Why? I just don't. I just haven't done it. Will you do it? I would, yeah. I feel like now I have more of the confidence to be upfront and like go after what I want. But before, I would have never did it. I ain't gonna lie. Okay, so what you mean? What you what you consider shooting your shot? Like sliding like in I, a DM? Well, I would prefer to do it in person than DMs, cause like I mean, I did it one time in the DM, but he was a celebrity, so that don't really count. It don't count. It don't count. You right? probably didn't even see a message. No, yeah, Who was it? Um. She's keeping secrets, y'all. If anybody remember, we said this was going to be an honest place. Are you going to keep a secret? Who knows? What if he's listening? Maybe he'll check his inbox. Nah, I'm good. Embarrassment is a choice. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, um, I would prefer to shoot my shot in person. So like I said, now I feel like I have that confidence to, if I see someone out, I will go up and be like, hey, what's up? Like, I think you're very attractive. Have you done that already? No. Because I... <laughs> bitch, it's been COVID. Who going out? We've been outside. Well, I have yet to see any person. I've seen uncles. Oh. Well, uncles see us. <laughs> <laughs> that is very... They see you. Because they be missing me. It's after they see you, they see me. Child. Let's not talk about uncles no more. 
But yeah, like like I said, I have the confidence now, so I will go up to someone. Who knows? I might do it this summer. This summer? What about today? Who am I doing to? I don't you know. know. You? I don't know. You're gonna see. If I, I, okay, if I see someone attractive today, I'll shoot my shot. Y'all hear that? So if I come next week and I don't tell you she shot her shot with somebody, just know she was captain. Just know I did not see anyone attractive. It don't. He don't even gotta be attractive. No. I need to find you attractive because that's just a waste of time if I don't think you're attractive. You, maybe you need to just, you know, practice your game before you actually really, like, put it out there. I'd feel more comfortable if I thought you were at least a little bit more, a little bit attractive. Uh-huh. Like, if I don't think you're attractive, it's literally a waste of time to me. Okay. That's so much fun. Either way. Um, <laughs> story time. Story time. Story time. Story yes. time. Yes. You, you, because you, 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 she promised to tell y'all the story of flirting or someone shooting her shot. Wasn't it African? <clears throat> it was African. Would it Nigeria? Be, would he be your uncle? He's like borderline uncle. What is borderline uncle? <laughs> <laughs> what like, is borderline uncle? Like he's, I'm even changing my position. What is borderline uncle? Uncles are like people in like their upper 30s, 40s, 50s. That's what I consider like a, an uncle, an older man, uncle. But you're in your twenties, so you you count thirties as an uncle. Upper thirties. You mean late thirties? Upper thirties. The upper thirties. Okay, I think. How I many under- times I gotta say for you to understand upper thirties? I never heard upper thirties as a term before. I've well, only you heard said late thirties. Late so you, you understood what I was saying? But I had to make sure I understood before I continued. Yes, but late thirties, upper thirties, yes. Okay, so tell us the story. To the forties. So we were at the we were at this club, right? We were in the section. You know, we had our drinks, listening to the okay. music. I don't remember the name of it, but we were at some club, right? In the section, music is going. We got our drinks, everything. All of that. They're playing a lot of the throwbacks, the Afrobeat throwbacks. And this guy, I see him from the corner of my eye, Sha. He's looking one kind of way at me all the time. You know, I might move to like another part. That's him right there. I move over here. That's him oh, over there. he was there. following you? He was following me. I was there. He was there. So, yeah, he was following me. And eventually, he got the courage to come and say something to me. He was like, "How? Oh, I see you know all this music. I see you're well fashioned, old school, something like that. Like you know the tunes. I like that. I like a girl who could dance." I was like, "Yeah, this 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 song is my shit. Yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was talking to. I'm like, "Yeah, this song is my shit. That's what I said." And so you know, we're talking, making conversation. He asked my name. I give him my name. All of that stuff. What name you gave him? My name, Rebecca. Oh, okay, I just asked him. Yeah. No, that I know. <laughs> my name, Rebecca. Um, so yeah, I gave him my name and we're just having a conversation and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he offers me food. He's like, You hungry? You want something? You know, there's meat pie, there's suya, there's all of that. I was like, Yeah, bring me like a couple of meat pies. And so he comes back a few minutes later and he has like three three um styrofoam takeaway thingies. A food filled with meat pie and suya. I was like, Thank you. So I gave you one. I gave Charlotte one. And we were just eating it. And then he was like, so like, you know, can I get to know you? Like, you know, you're a beautiful woman, you know, very sweet, the delicious, <laughs> delicious. Not the sweet pepper. The sweet. Um, and I was like, I gave him my number. Um, did I talk to him afterwards? Not really. Is this the guy that bought you the bottle? No. Oh. This is someone else. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got the mind up like that. 
I had them lined up like that. But then you see, I don't continue the conversation afterwards, so they just drift apart. The, the uncles do scare me. They they, they have drift to drift apart. apart. That's so funny. So you didn't even, so you entertained it, but you didn't like him. Yeah. I mean, hey, it was free food. It was free food? Damn. And this is when guys be like, oh, they uses. I mean, I'm not using. I didn't ask you for the food. That is true. I didn't approach you. You approached me. You asked me if I was hungry. Yes, I'm hungry. You gave me food. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Damn, that sounds a little bit cold-hearted. How does that sound cold-hearted? No, I'm just saying it from a from a guy's perspective. Sheesh. I mean, I'm not trying to be cold-hearted. It's facts. You approached I would, me. One day we asked, have to have a guy on the show because I kind of want to hear that. You asked if I was hungry. I said yes, and you gave me food. Thank you. <laughs> that you just had a whole little skit. Um, that is funny though. Um, but so when he was flirting with you, what did you did you find it different than how like people that we grew up with? Um, well, not really. Only because like he was just trying to talk to me, and like he wasn't like using. I mean, well, maybe when he was like, "You're so sweet and delicious." That I mean, ain't no guy my age or in our ain't community nobody ever been like, telling you that. You're so sweet, like. Like, I ain't never heard nobody like, from the hood say like that. Like sweet season jello fries, sweet season chicken, the maggie, sweets. <laughs> that is funny. Mm. I don't like when um Nigerian men flirt with me. It's so weird. I don't understand it. Sometimes I feel like they're taking me for an idiot. Like mm. with the way they the way they be um the words that they will be choosing to say, um like the sweet. I had like from from what it is for me. A lot of Nigerians, the ones that at least flirt with me, mm-hmm. the first thing they like to say within the first day is the first date or the second day is "I love you." Oh, I love you. I want to marry you. You're my wife. The, I want to marry you. That You're my is, wife. You don't think that's, that's creepy? Weird. That's creepy. very creepy. <laughs> and I'm. It's probably one of the reasons I don't entertain it either. Like, why are you telling me you love me? You really think you don't even because you me. said you love me, I'm going to just, with open arms, embrace you. And yes, I love you too. And, and we're going to run away and get married. I'm going to meet your mom. You're going to be mine. And then, uh, I've had that story. I've had that experience <laughs> That's why I before. said it. <laughs> That's why you said it? <laughs> yeah, I just had like a whole flashback. Like He really was like, I'm going to take you to meet my mama. And I'm like, what? On day two. Nigga, what? I don't even know you. You don't even, I'm like, you don't even know me. What if I was wicked? Like, what if I was an evil person? You, why would you invite me to your house? Um, mm-mm. He wasn't even that attractive. They normally aren't, unfortunately. No, I hate no. to say it, but they normally aren't. I wouldn't say they normally aren't. The ones that come for us aren't. The ones we would like for them to, to come don't come. They don't come. I shot my shot before. Homie told me. Oops, sorry, I got a girlfriend. And that one was in person. That one was painful. That was in person. That was um at, where we went? To Lagos Lounge. It's a restaurant in the city. Yeah, in the city. It's a nice vibe and everything. And, you know, I went up to him. I'm like, you're very cute. Are you single? He's like, oh, thank you, but I got a girlfriend. I was like, oh, that kind of hurt. <laughs> like, why would, you come, why would you come to the spot looking like that then? You came like you were single. You came right. like you was looking. <laughs> and me, I saw you. And, and you, that hurt my feelings. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to shoot my shot again. Mm-hmm. And then I shot, I'm not going to lie. There was one time I shot my shot with a white guy. How did that go? He denied me too. Ace. I think God is working something against me. I'm telling you, girl. Like, 
Because I was like, the, the white guy told me no. He said, this is unprofessional. I said, was it at work or something? I say nothing. I'm saying nothing. I can neither confirm nor deny. But it kind of hurts. It kind of hurts because it's like, yeah, who, no one likes rejection. No, you know why I don't like it? It because it be the same. Some of the other guys that be like, oh, you don't have a girl, a boyfriend. You're you're too pretty to to not have a boyfriend. You're too this to not have a boyfriend. And where the boyfriend at? He not here. <laughs> he not here. And it's okay. I don't even do boyfriends anymore. Like I said, I'm looking for a husband. Ooh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But um let me this one story I want to share with y'all. Yes. Um it was so we went to a party, right? And this Nigerian it was at Festac. Every if you're from Brooklyn and you're a Nigerian, you everybody Festac. has been to Festac. It's a it's a Festac lounge, right? Festac lounge. lounge. Yes. It's a nice club where Nigerians go. To me it's like our um, it's like the the meetup. Like it's the like meet the meetup. It's literally like the meetup. So we went there for one occasion, right? I don't even know. I think we just went there just to go there. Mm-hmm. And this guy, this Nigerian guy, like he just kept talking to me, and I was like, I'm like, leave me alone. I'm not in the mood. It's too hot. It's too hot for you to be all up in my face right now. Please back up. So he leaves me alone after like the fifth attempt. So I'm hanging out with my cousin and. She's behind me. So the guy is next to me. And I felt something. I felt like a little squish, on my, a little squeeze on my bum bum. <laughs> so I turned around and I slapped him. Because I thought it was him. Whole time my cousin was squeezing my butt to tell me that he was coming back. I'm looking, I'm, I looked at him. I'm like, that's what you get. I told you to leave me alone. Why did you come next to me? Now I thought it was you that smacked my butt. But I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm sorry. But I'm sorry. Because, nah, it was one heck of a slap. After I slapped him, he was like, Damn. you slapped me? Yes. I said, yes, I did. You should have never been bothering me. <laughs> and then I found out it was it was, it was our, my Halima. Like, why would you ever touch my butt, bro? Yeah, why like, was it even? You could have tapped my shoulder. You could have tapped my thigh. Even my thigh. But you, she squeezed my butt. <laughs> she squeezed my butt. And that guy, he got a dirty slap. She just wanted some of that. She didn't have to do that. Like that was not the way to tell somebody somebody is coming. Yeah, and they end up getting slapped for it. You shouldn't have been in the line of fire. <laughs> like you were the first. He was the first guy. So I just place, turned around. Time. Literally, you should have <laughs> left me alone. That was it. Um, but the, but the funny thing is, I would never slap. I probably would never have. I would have been quick to slap, uh, African American or. Somebody from the hood. I, That's. I wouldn't have been quick to slap them. I feel like it. From my upbringing, at least, let me not talk for everybody. But a Nigerian woman slapping somebody, that's like, regular. or like, even just a Nigerian person slapping somebody else on the street, that's regular. It's kind of regular. <laughs> that's regular. So, and I felt like he deserved. It. I felt like he put himself in a position to deserve the slap. Mm-hmm. That's why it happened. Plus, because even reflex. after you said like, please, like, I'm not in the mood. Like, just leave me alone. He still came by you. Exactly. That's why he got slapped. <laughs> but if it was like, I don't know, if it was a hood nigga, I, I think would have been scared. Like. My fuck around, shoot, um, pull out a gun on me. <laughs> my fucking slap me back. That is. But maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. I never been in the circumstances where I had to do that. Um, <laughs> I ain't slapping nobody. No I'm more. crying. I remember one time. This is my last story time. I promise. I went to Lasuk with my friend Urza and Hawa, 
And I was at the bar. In Hawa? Her name is Hawa. Oh, I thought it was a place. No. So the place is called Souk. So I was at the bar, just minding my business, waiting on the bartender so I could order a drink. And this guy just literally slides out of nowhere all up in my face. Mind you, Lasuk is like, it used to be like a nightclub. So it was always loud. You know, music mm-hmm. is playing. And he's in my face trying to talk to me, but I can't really hear him because the music is mad loud. So I have to get closer to hear him. And basically, you know, he's he's trying to talk to me, yada, yada, yada. Music is so loud. I'm trying to have the conversation. I'm already a little bit, you know, I had about a shot or whatnot. Just a shot? Yeah, I had like a shot. Okay. Yeah, and you know, just... Damn, I wish I didn't bring this story up because I don't know. Now I don't want to finish it off. Why? Now I don't want to finish happened? it. Now I don't want to finish it. But now you have to finish. You can't finish something you You cannot not finish something you did. All right. Sorry. Well, the way he was so good to me, he was kind of smooth with it. So, you know, I was, was What was his words? What was his words? I really don't remember, but I just Damn. remember that the conversation, it was a smooth conversation because I was, you know, answering his questions back. I was asking him questions. I was intrigued in the conversation. I wanted it to continue. Um, I ended up kissing him. He was an African man though, and I actually spoke to him. Damn, the the memories is flooding back. I was talking to him a little bit afterwards for like maybe a couple of weeks, but you know, that's that frat shit. That's a frat sorority shit. I'm crying. Yes, that's that sorority shit. I said what I said because y'all be. It's not everybody, but the one the sorrows and when things start happening, y'all start everybody. I'm crying. Yeah, I I saw my own. I saw my own in Buff State, and I couldn't believe it. But you did it? Kiss the guy? That you didn't know. Have you not? No. You sure? Yeah. You've never kissed the guy? That I didn't know? No. Well, yeah, I kissed him. (laughs) You're more adventurous than me, clearly. I ain't doing that. I mean, I was feeling it. The conversation, he, was, he seemed kind of cool. I don't know. He seemed kind of cool. I'm glad you had that experience. Though. But he ended up not, well, not that he ended up not being, but like shit just drifted apart. Oh, that's funny. Sorry to hear that. Why are you apologizing? Because <laughs> that's one heck of an experience. Um, hey, we have experiences in life and we do. Hmm. You know, I was just thinking, um, when it comes to guys flirting, I kind of, I can't, I'm oblivious to it a little bit until it becomes too direct. Like somebody asked, like I was having a conversation recently with somebody Mm -hmm. and it's somebody that I know, but it's, I haven't talked to in ever or even had any kind of intimacy with at all. And they just kind of like, you know, I thought it was like a, a check-in, like, hi, how you doing? And that's how it started. And all of a sudden it was like, um, the next time you travel, put me um, put me in my, put me in your luggage. I'm like, why don't you just get your own ticket? <laughs> he like, because that don't mean you're going to be there. I'm like, ooh. I mean, are you trying if, to say something? If you are flying somewhere and he's telling you to put him in your suitcase and you're telling him to go buy a ticket, he's now coming back saying, well, you're not going to be there? Yes. And that's when I was like, wait, is he flirting? Because now I'm kind of confused. That's the part that began me. Confused. Damn, that was a, he was flirting? I think it was a flirt. You're saying you're trying to be in the same place that I'm at. And you want to be in my drawers. That's that's what it sounds like. You literally want me to pack you with my drawers. <laughs> it makes sense now. It makes sense. It makes sense now. Right? 
He didn't say, oh, I want to put you in my luggage. He said, I want to be in your luggage. Take me where you're going. I don't like that. I prefer more of the casual conversation. Let's get, let me get to know you a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. who are you as a person before you tell me you like me? And that, you know what it is? It's because now a lot of the flirting is in the DMs. <clears throat> yeah. And the thing with flirting in the DMs, when you send a message, that can be perceived in many ways. You know, there's no tone when you send a message. So you could say something in, in the DMs. Someone is going to interpret that in a whole different way. And not just flirting-wise, just period. I had to get that off my chest because, child, this is why I hate texting. I rather, honestly, that's why I rather go on dates. Don't call. No, I don't, don't call me. Don't, there was this one guy, oh, this one guy, he said, he was like, he was taking me on a date, right? No. Mm -hmm. He said he didn't want to take, he only took me on one date. And then he was like, oh, I never want to, I'm not going to take you on dates anymore. I want to just talk to you on the phone every day. I said, talk to me on the phone. phone every day. Every day? Who, me? That's not happening. I'm not doing that with you. To me, because that's corny. Like, he doesn't I doesn't want to take you out anymore, but he just wants to talk on the phone. You, yeah. That's one red flag. Do not come to me. I hate it. It's like, what other red flags do I got? I'm even just thinking. Red flags. Red flags. If you had a baby mama. I'm not going to lie. And if you, you know, had a baby mama. And you know the thing is, I don't have a problem if you have a baby mama. I have a problem when you disrespect your baby mama. Don't, don't mm. talk to me. Don't look at me. I don't like it. I, 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 wait, wait, ooh. wait, wait. You have a child? Yeah, with somebody. Yes, not baby mama. Yeah, that's why I said, that's why I use the term baby mama specifically. I don't even like that reference. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I find it degrading and disrespectful. But that's just, it's like, it'd have been different if people were using it in a more positive light, but people don't. People use it as, oh, like, that's my baby mama. That means That's she's, she literally mama. is just the mother of my child. I have nothing else to do with her. I don't respect her as a woman or um, um, I don't respect her as a woman. I just respect her as the mother of my child. It's just going to be that. Yeah, because and she's even more, then, I still might disrespect her. She's more than a baby mom, a baby mama. Like, exactly. That's the mother of your child. She, and it's always a negative relationship with it. Yeah, it's always a negative connotation. I feel like if you do have a baby mama or you know, you're trying to date... Um, you say, I they, have a child. Yeah, I have a child. You know, just, I feel like people need to just make sure that the child is taken care of. Period. That you, as a man, are taken care of. And that, I mean, you don't got to take care of the mother of your child, but I would assume you want to make sure she's straight. Because if she's not straight, your baby's not straight. Uh, and if your baby's that. not straight, you're not straight. And if that's not together, you should not be dating. You should not be trying to flirt, trying to pick up girls at the club. None of that stuff. Or you can. No, you can't. You can't. You can't. It's 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 not it. Uh, another red flag is when our initial our initial conversation is sexual. I hate that. <clears throat> yeah. I hate that. Like, oh my gosh, that reminds me of college all the time. Really. Mm-hmm. You know what's so funny? Okay, another story time. This one is a short story, though. Okay. So, me, like I said, I'm oblivious to flirting. So, I was hanging out with this one guy, and he seemed cool. And we're just literally having casual conversation. Like, just literally, like, how is class? What classes you are taking? Yada, mm-hmm. yada. All of a sudden, it was like, can I pop a titty in, your mouth, in my mouth? 
I'm like, what the fuck did you just ask me? Get out! Get out! Get out of here! The door. The door is the door is over there, bro. <laughs> like nah. I couldn't believe it. That that can that, I put a titty in my, in my mouth? No, can I pop a titty in my mouth? Like my titties? No, I don't understand. Like if you're trying to talk to someone, if you want to like, even if you want to get in their panties or anything like that, don't you think that if your first encounter is, oh, I want to put a, t- I want to put your titty in my mouth. I want to do this. I want to do that. Like come to my place right now, right now. They're not going to want to do anything with you because, first of all, you're coming on real strong. Second of all, that's weird. I don't know you, and you're telling me you want to do this, that, and a third to me? Like, bro, chill. <laughs> chill with that. <laughs> what about the ones that, that say, oh, I'm going to do this to you, I'm going to do this to you? You give them the chance, and it's whack. We're not even going to get into that. <laughs> that's a whole nother topic because I got stories for that one. Child. They be hyping their asses up. I, I, I think pipe down. I think I don't don't say no more. Like, cause if you say all that and then it end up being whack, I, I don't know what I'm gonna have to tell you. You're I, a liar. You're a liar. You failed the lie detector. <laughs> Wait, but that was all my red flags. That wasn't all of them. But you had any red flags? Red flags? I would say someone who who isn't close with their family. Only because I'm very family oriented. Like, you know, I'm around my cousins, grew up with you guys all the time. Nice. And, you know, I like having that around, like knowing that you can go to your cousin's house, you could chill with them, go to your aunt's house, your uncle's house, you know, just have that. Not just your immediate family, but you have other people around. Now, I understand some people go through stuff with their family, and that might be the reason why they don't really communicate or, Mm -hmm. you know, hang out with their family, which is understandable. But I don't know. I just feel like in order to be with someone or to, you know, just have that relation, that related, related, re- re- relate, re- relations, similar relations, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nice because, you know, even if, you know, we're seeking marriage. So even if I do see my, set my sights on someone, when it comes to marriage, we were talking about this earlier, the weddings, you want all the families a to come together. You want a big wedding. extravaganza wedding. Okay. I'm not enjoying it. If I don't have that, I think I'm going to have to, like, die. No, <laughs> I feel like I have not done my community or my, and I have not brought, brought my family well. honor. Right? I've I must my have the big wedding. The traditional, the regular, Basu I must do everything. Who? Wasu. Wasu? I think I said it right. Wasu? Wasu. Wasu, the, the artist, bro. Don't. Oh, no, because. Jesus Christ. Wasu. You don't know who that is? Maybe I do. I need to hear a song. Yeah. Maybe I'll know. He was dancing to it. I need at to that, hear a song. At that party, the the one that I was recording. At the at the I party. I don't remember the song. Oh my god, Jesus! I need to hear I, the song. I have to. Well, I can't play it for you now. We got copyrights, okay? <laughs> I just can't. You could play it. I'll, I'll play it. it out. I'll, I'll cop it out. But it's mm, don't nah, I'll play it later because <laughs> I don't know how you don't know who Wasu is. Um, but yes, I, that that's definitely a red flag. Like I need a. I, I feel like it's just a um, rite of passage. Rite of passage. So family orientation is definitely a red flag. You believe in splitting the bill? No. Me neither. What am I splitting the bill for? The only time I feel like you, the bill should be split is if it was an agreed event. It was an agreed date or an occasion. If I decided to take you out and I said, oh, let me take you out on a date. 
I feel like, okay, that's for me. I'm paying for it. Mm-hmm. If you decide you're going to take me out on a date, I'm I expecting think, you. I'm to... expecting you're asking to spend time with me. and Exactly. And I feel like that money is, is an exchange for my time. You understand? Mm-hmm. Like, but I only see like I should only we, this bill only needs to be split if we agreed to go to this place together. I'm not gonna lie. I only recently came to the conclusion of having that mindset because I have split the bill before. Mm-hmm. You know, I've gone fifty fifty. I mean, I didn't think, oh, if he if he likes me, he's gonna spend this and that, yada yada yada. The way I thought of it was, we're both going out, so I was like, I'm out. I'm out of zone. Like, it's not a problem. But now. Especially if you ask me out, I do expect you to pay, cover the bill. You know what it is? Um, I don't think any relationship is actually really 50-50. I don't think that is possible. If you're only giving 50, that's a problem. No, I, don't, I, think, I think the percentages changes in different parts of the relationship. You heard about the 80-20 rule? Mm, no. Um, I might get my wording wrong but it's like you give 80 something like you give 80 you get 20 I don't really remember but it's like given I feel like if I give 80% in a relationship maybe it's because my partner might be slacking at that moment Mm -hmm. but no matter what he too is going to rise up to that 80% because when I'm slacking he's still giving what he needs to give to make sure that we're okay even though I might be down or he might be down I'm gonna step up and do what I gotta do so we're good so when he gets back to being good, we're both good. Okay, so it's kind of like on the terms, just to put um, a situation to it. You have a loan, I don't have a loan. So we're, we're at the moment, I'm helping you pay the loan. So I'm giving 80% to give you 20%. I don't get it. Wait. You're thinking about it money No, I'm not thinking about Yeah, I need to stop. Maybe. Yeah, no, okay. I just mean in a relationship period, in giving 80%. Like. Mm-hmm. I think 80-20 is uh, actually about, like, cheating into, or staying faithful. I think that's what it's about. 80/20? Really? Yeah, what? so 80-20 is like if my wife or my girlfriend, she gives me 80%, but then you cheat because the 20% is the girl who be in You're right. Study. You know what I mean? You're right. The 20% is <laughs> okay. like what? Yeah. That makes yeah. 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 more sense. Whoop, they heard you? Yeah. Uh-huh. Perfect. <laughs> what I said still made sense. It's just not yeah. really the 80 20 rule. You made a new definition. <laughs> we make new. Hey, we trendsetters over here, okay? <laughs> I was confused. We are trendsetters, okay? <laughs> you saw me, I changed my whole position again. I'm like, what like, the fuck is do he tell talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. But, but no, but for a wolf, 50 50. And no relationship is really 50 50. I don't think it ever is. Cause 50? Yeah, I don't think 50. I don't think it, it is ever 50-50. 50-50 be like uh 50% of what I expect from you, 50% of what you expect from me. That could but be and what and but what you actually get. What do you Because you said expect. Yeah. You you can expect something and not receive it. It's expectations. For sure. For sure. And everybody does not meet your expectations. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't think it's ever 50-50 because you there's the, people are always changing. Well, maybe like 50% could be um, like what I tell you I like, and then 50% is you telling me what you like, and then we just, that makes whole, We make right? it work. Exactly. We make it work. whole once we get our, our 50% from each other. Right. But sometimes you're not going to get your entire 50 because what you may like is not something they may like. That's why y'all talk about it. Before, hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully, right? Hopefully, you discuss yeah. it, and you come to a means and an understanding. And I think like you have to also learn that um, you may not get everything you want, but are you okay with living with that? 
You know what I mean? Because in this world, we never are gonna get everything we want. But you have to pick and choose what you're gonna, what you're okay with dealing with for a lifetime, and what you're not okay. And if what you're not okay with yeah. is at that pedestal, yeah. Thing, you gotta like get out the unnegotiables right away. So it's mm-hmm. like every nobody's perfect, so it's kind of hard to be consistent on everything all the time. Mm-hmm. But like the unnegotiables, you gotta get those things figured out. Yeah, because you don't want to be in a relationship, and it's like yeah. you put all this time and effort, and it's like, wow, you're actually not giving me what it is that I need yeah. in order to be fulfilled yeah, in this relationship. Negotiable, then it's like, told you about that. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But I think the way I was thinking of the 50-50 is I'm putting in 50 to the relationship. There's still another 50 less left off. So I can give 50% of myself into a relationship. It's not going to be a fulfilling relationship. I need to give 100%. The right. same way he needs to give 100%. He needs to put us all the same way. I need to put my all so we can make sure this relationship is going to work. That's how sure. I was looking at it. But I get your points. I get your points. What's 100%? Giving your all. Make... As yeah. long as you know you're giving your all into that relationship, that is your 100%. Right. Whatever you, if you feel like you're giving your all. Because only you yeah. know if you're giving your all. Okay. Because you see, I'm thinking drastic. I hear 100%. I'm thinking like, you need to be under that person's ass 24-7. No, nah, everyone's really 100% is different. You know, when, when you, what you know you want in a relationship to make it full and whole, you know what you need to provide to make that happen. So you're going to make sure you give what you need to give to make it work. The other person has different. He might not give 100%. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Why she stopped like she that? Like that part. She was like, yeah, like, she was like, it's okay, it's not going where I wanted to go. So we're just going to end it. I'm crying. <laughs> and, um, and that being, because of what we've experienced mm-hmm. and like what I've viewed, at, the marriages I've seen, I don't feel like I've ever seen 100%. Mm. Like I and I feel like you know that's. Mm. I was just talking about that earlier, mm-hmm. uh, a show before y'all came in. I was like, I don't think I've ever actually seen like a a good marriage. I see people who are married, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's like a hundred percent on either one of their sides. So maybe we just gotta go out in the world and just make that for ourselves. Maybe maybe that's really what it is. I feel mm-hmm. like it's also secretive though. I don't feel like people talk a lot about their marriages or what goes in it but mm-hmm. i know that they don't because you can't tell everybody because the moment something bad happens and then the bad you guys is all they're gonna remember other, yeah. they're always gonna be in your ear talking about the bad but i personally feel like our parents i feel like i could have been taught better relationships yeah me like because I, I don't have no blueprint you know yeah. what in, in our society you don't speak about your relationship you don't you don't speak on it whatever she happens at home happens sex. at home yeah. oh, sure. <laughs> we just go out adventuring you know mm-hmm. some people got staircase memories yeah. uh, not the staircase people outside the house <laughs> yeah, that's mm-hmm. literally those are where i learned about any sexual interaction like i didn't even know what a dick was until like i was in school and like there was like this big crowd in the staircase and i guess it's because somebody pulled it out that was the first time i ever what? seen it yes that was the first time i ever seen it and i was that's like crazy. that's what it looked like now i used to watch my shows bootleg online right and they used to have you know on those crazy like websites the crazy websites, they would have ads. <laughs> and ads, it would be the ads. Yeah, crazy ads, ass ads. Oh, my God. Sure. Uh-uh. But I really do feel like our parents could have taught us more. I feel like if they our parents definitely. took their time to, mm-hmm. you know, really be... Because you know the thing is, even when they're arguing and stuff, you notice like parents would never do it in front of the kids. Yeah, for sure. Or they and shouldn't at least. They shouldn't, but at least if they do, at least like... 
be um, transparent with the kids. Like, this is what happened between, yeah. and this is how, yeah. you know, this that happened. Would be an ideal These are my household. responsibilities. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I'm not gonna front. I want an ideal household. I wanna, I wanna be the marriage I never saw. For sure, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe mm-hmm. we need to be the thing that we never saw. That's right. Instead of seeing it, that probably will never happen, but we could work toward like creating it. You know what I mean? Exactly. True. Might fail on the way, but as long as we try trying, right? You know? That's what I mean. Like, right. put your all in the relationship, put your all in your household, and you know, it'll be how you want it to be. Okay, so let's let's put a scenario. What would be, how would you feel about your 13 year old daughter asking you to go on a date with her boyfriend, but they're not calling it a date, they're calling it a hangout? Would you let your daughter go? Will there be any rules? Would you not let her go? Like, what is your response? Both of y'all, what is your responses to that? I would let her go. Um, I mean, this is just me. I know that if I'm when I'm raising my child, I'm raising her to be a certain way. So I want to respect her decisions. You know, I want to treat her not like she's an adult, but give her that independence because eventually she's going to grow up and be on her own. Like, she's going to do things on her own. I'm not going to be there all the time. So she want to go on a date, a little hangout. I'll let her go. Maybe the first time I might drive her there. I'll sit in the car and I'll wait and I'll just, you know. But yeah, I'll let her go. Yeah, um, I think that something my mom did with me is she made me earn a lot of things. So anything that I've wanted in life, she made me earn it. So if it was like new liberties, new freedom, it's like, oh, I'm a teenager. I should be able to do this. I have to do little things to make, to earn her trust. You know what I mean? So I think I would have to do that with my daughter too. Like I need to know that you are responsible enough. I need you to want my trust enough to to get that, you know? So mm-hmm. like, once we establish that, um, I'm comfortable with you going out and hanging out, doing whatever you want to <laughs> do. And I'll pro- it'll probably definitely be in a a really public place or something like that. Like, right. what, like definitely. really, by the time I have kids, what the fuck are kids even going to be doing? Like, I don't know. <laughs> you right. We don't know what the new, the new hangout is going to be. It's yeah. going to be... Fucking FaceTime. Let's hang out on FaceTime. No, that's it's not. That's corny. <laughs> that's like, so for me, I would, I wouldn't mind my daughter going on a, th- a date either. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, I so let me have a one track mind. I said I'm gonna be working out on that. So for when I was younger, I would, I was a sneaky one. Oh, I was very sneaky. Very, because like, I didn't have that freedom. <laughs> I was, oh my god, so sneaky. We have, we'll talk about my sneaky. Adventures, another episode. episode. (laughs) But I used to be my sneakiness was to the point that I would lie, I would hide clothes in certain areas Mm. just so I can go outside and hang out with a guy. And as I got older, I really wish that I was able to be honest with my parents where I was going because one, kids do go missing. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's sad that I had to like lie and say I'm going somewhere here, but I really wasn't. Mm -hmm. Because what if something did happen to me? Right. And then. Also, it probably would have prevented me from trying out certain things. Like, don't get me wrong, I wasn't a fast one, mm-hmm. but I was outside. You like, outside. I was outside, and yeah. I was willing. To, I like. I one point, I found my way all the way in Queens. I don't even know how the fuck I got there. I didn't, I think <laughs> I took the F train. So that's how bad my sneakiness was. So I would like my daughter to, if she like the fact that she had the respect to ask me, I would let her go. Yeah. And but I would just have like you know. Some key, like there's certain stuff you talk about, like what not to do, how you want to carry yourself. Um, you don't want you don't want to have sex too early. Like you know, you have those yeah, kind of conversations. Sure. But in the Nigerian household, and which is pretty much a lot of African American households, we're not given the the one on one on dating. 
Yeah, I think it's a generational thing too. Like, uh, like our parents' generation is so different from ours. Trust mm-hmm. But then we so already different. are y'all millennials or Gen, Gen Z. Like we're I'm twenty. We're both. We're like at the yeah, cutoff like right of both. Okay. Technically, we're like both yeah. in well, the middle. I, I'm sure you notice there's a difference between like Gen Z and millennials. You yes, know what I mean? there so is. It's like parenting is just it has to evolve with time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's just kind of something that like um. As your new as your kid comes, depending on what type of person that they are, you gotta kinda adjust with that. You know what it is? A lot of parents don't wanna adjust. Yeah, you know, you they adjust. want their child to be they how they want to be traditional. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta like, adjust because kids they they know shit now. Like they my your kid is gonna have a phone. They could be whether it's your phone or their friend's phone at school, like they could see things, you know. They're so gonna like, search things. It's kind of in your benefit to go ahead and lace them with the game on your standards versus like like my parents, they didn't tell me about all them things. Maybe because they thought that was the best, you know. But they get right. older and realize, like, oh well, now the time has went on, we realized that they're gonna find out anyway. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. I was on porn and finding little magazines and shit, you know what I mean? So oh, it's like had they to put me on game, I probably would have understood like what this is, you know what I mean? Right, you would have. It would have been a better understanding. Yeah. You would have probably avoided a lot of toxic shit too. Yeah, if they would have put me on game, it just would have helped me know versus like learning about it on my own. And it's like, oh, okay, like I understand why kids shouldn't be introduced to stuff like this before time versus mm-hmm. like you learn that on your own. You know what I mean? So like me, like by the time I discover porn, right? You know, what I'm sorry, <clears throat> this is like a whole different. Uh, no, it's no, it's cool. No, it's cool. We like it. <laughs> by the time I discover porn as a kid, like. I'm a boy, so I'm thinking like, this is great, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm attracted to women and stuff like that. But now that I'm older, you know what I mean? Like, if my son, I'll probably tell him like, stay away from that, bro. You know what I mean? It's not really productive, realistically. You know what I mean? And there are other ways to um, fill your sexual urges, or other ways to fill that cup, scratch that itch for you as a right. as a boy. That doesn't have to require pornography. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. That's something my parents probably could have taught me, but they probably felt like just not saying nothing was the was the better the way. better option or whatever yeah. way. And I don't fault them for it, but that's where we 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 do better. You know, we pick up where they where they drop the ball. Right, because now you know when you have your child, it's going to be a lot more guidance. Yeah, and now you know what you up against too. You know what I mean? It's like there's just so many things that can distract your kid. It's like you know what? Before they teach you, let me teach you. You know what I mean? Right. I can't leave it to you figuring that on your your own. It's just too much pressure to put on a kid. It really mm-hmm. is. It is a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Like finding the first of all, it took like when it came for me to learn about. Um, what it means to be molested. Mm. It took like me getting to freshman year of high school mm. for me to realize what it was and that it happened. Mm. You know what I mean? And it, because I didn't know what it was, right. it kind of let that person get away with it for right. so many years mm-hmm. because no one ever decided to talk to me like, this is how you should be around men. Let me know. First of all, I was never told like, this is what you should tell me. This is what you should tell me if someone ever does this to you. Right. And those kind of things never happen. That's why I'm like, you have to guide your children. That's yeah. why I, even when it comes to flirting, like, ma, teach me game. Teach me game. Like, tell <laughs> me what, tell game. me what they're gonna tell me to, right? you know, to drop my pants. That way, I know keep them shits on. Add a yeah. belt, put a lock. Yeah. And just how boys maneuver. Like when I, when I have a daughter, bro, I swear I spend so much time thinking about my kids. They're not even here. You know what I mean? Like, but it's like I always think like. But my daughter, I gotta put her on game. You I have, have to. to because it's she like for the same reason you just said. Because it's like you might not be like I can't assume one. I can't assume that my child will be as smart as me. I can't assume that my no. child might be a completely different fucking person. You know what I mean? So 
with that being said, it's like maybe I just give you some pointers, you know what I mean? Because certain shit just don't change, you know what I mean? Right. Like boys wanting sex never changes. It'll never stop, you know what I mean? So maybe I could tell you what that looks like, how to avoid it. Um, when a nigga's being genuine, what authenticity feels like, what right. what a genuine energy feels like, you know what I mean? So you can know the difference between that and the goofy nigga, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because you want to give your time to the good guy, you right. know what I mean? Right, right. And the whole time we oh, denying the good guys, but because we don't know whole, what a good guy is. Exactly. The, the, uh, fucking with the other guy, really, he a bum. Type <laughs> right. Oh my God. You, when you said like the advice for you, I, I thought about my, the advice that I was always given. The, literally, it was one sentence and I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> Boys in this world are nothing but trouble. That was all I was given. It's not helpful because you attracted the boys. Like, I'm attracted to the boys. And you say they're trouble. Oh, now I'm going for the trouble ones because they seem like more fun. And it kind of goes against what you you think all boys are trouble, if you do whoever it is that you end up with, whatever trouble they come with, you're going to think it's acceptable because all boys are trouble. So, I mean, that's just what I got to deal with, right? Exactly. They lucky I ain't turn around and be gay. (laughs) 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 You're telling me that. That's that's definitely their way of trying to um, prevent you from getting in trouble. I think a better way would have been just been like, hey, listen, like, um, don't have sex. This is why. Like, I listen. I'm gonna roll out the whole situation for my daughter. I'd be like, this is what happens when you have sex with little boys, baby. Um, this, that, that, this. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna really show them. So mm-hmm. be like, I'm you just gotta you... be upfront. You gotta be honest. Yeah. That's you make the best the way to do it. Because I know you're smart enough. Because you're my child. If I don't know exactly, else, I know you're smart enough to see what I'm trying to tell you. You're gonna pick right. up what I'm putting down. Especially mm-hmm. after you've given them the information that they need. Yeah. That's the thing. I feel like I've. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's just my. It's just my opinion. I feel like a lot of well, from what we, I experienced that. Teaching was only in school and was expected to be only taught in school. Man. And I realized there's a lot that parents Man. have to teach Man. their kids. Like there's Man. so much. Like I, I'm not gonna find like at one point, like if we if we didn't have the technology right. and even podcasting and just hearing other people's conversation, I probably would have thought the same thing. Like my child would have learned everything that they need to learn when they go outside and leave the house. Right. Like I wouldn't have talked to them about certain subjects, right. topics, experiences. Right. And I realized like we, how hundred percent we parents need to be and put into that. It's, yeah. it's more than just putting, um, putting food on the table, putting a roof on the head, putting clothes. It becomes you more gotta show than them that. how to yeah. deal with life, how to maneuver life, like what to expect. Because you're yeah. gonna grow up and you're gonna be in the same shoes that I am, that I'm in, growing up and trying to figure out this so-called place called life. Man, that's what they thought though. I think, I think parents for the most part was like. Listen, my biggest focus is making sure this motherfucker got a place to sleep. You know right. what I mean? This motherfucker got food. And you don't die. And you don't die. <laughs> <laughs> That's, and I think that was they like their biggest priority because mm-hmm. their minds were so preoccupied with everything else. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like maybe a failing marriage or trying to save your marriage or right. paying bills, paying rent, being in debt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Also probably dealing with the fact that maybe they never became what they wanted to be. You know what I mean? Because right. they were struggling with having kids and stuff like that. Right. You know what I mean? So... Parents deal with a lot, but I think we have the luxury of knowing where they dropped the ball so that we can implement um, what's needed now. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the purpose, too. Like, um, the purpose of having kids is to pass down information for them to be better. And it's when kids are not being better is that when you see your generationally, the, your family's being <clears throat> stagnant now. It's right. like, oh, well, if literally our bloodline at this point is not moving forward because nobody's putting anybody on game and we're repeating the same mistakes the last generation made, mm-hmm. which is just pointless. And it's it's crazy because in church there was um there was um, something that a pastor said that 
we're not, we wasn't put on this earth for ourselves. We were here. We were put on this earth for the generations to come. Exactly. So whatever you do, impact the generations. So whatever you don't do either, yeah. it impact yeah. the gen, the next generations right. to come. Like, if we're talking about building an yeah. empire, how can we build an empire? We're, we're probably not even going to be alive when the empire is fully built. Right. Because we're starting the foundation. That's yeah. the thing. We're not taught Man. necessarily to build empires. We're taught to, you know, basically survive life. And survive what skills. we can yeah. to make sure we're good in the life that we're living now. Not Darwinism. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That's so true. You said they, they said that in church today? No, they said this. In, these are things in church that stay with me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Dope, from different dope, services. Because yeah. it was like, damn, that really, that when they said that, I, need, I was like, I need to get my shit together. Yeah. Because what am I doing with my life now? And how's it going to impact my children yeah. when I have them? That's important to think about, man. Like, I think regardless of when you decide to have children, I think it's like, it's a good use of time to just be thinking about shit like that. So when, when you get to that point in your life, it's like, okay, I'm prepared for this. Like, mm -hmm. I have a clear thought of what I want for my kid, you know what I mean? Right. What it takes to get to that point. Because raising kids is obviously not easy. Because if it was, we'd probably all be in different We all had babies. You know what I mean? <laughs> the baby fever would have been going around crazy. I mean, it, it is for a lot of us, you know. I'm sure you know people who got kids, yeah, you know what I mean? They, they, so, they like, have kids back to back. Babies yeah, popping yeah, yeah. and popping and popping out. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm happy to be the auntie. <laughs> That's all. I'm just happy to be the auntie. I couldn't imagine. They have partners. I don't. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. Well, they have a partner, a life, a lifelong partner. They, they, the ones that I know, I have at least made a union under God. Under God. Yes, under God. <laughs> and I'm happy for them. But it, it does make me. I'm because now when we talk about the stuff that we're gonna do with our children, mm -hmm. it's like, damn, I'm kind of curious to know what my children are gonna say about our parenting because mm. <laughs> it's always gonna be something wrong. Yep, it's always something wrong. Something. Cause like we're, when we're parenting our children, it's our first time doing it. We don't we don't really know right. what it's like to be parents. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna make mistakes. And I just hope they never go backwards. Like yeah. don't take don't take us back. Yeah. <laughs> don't go against everything I did to take us back a generation. That's why it's important. Like whoever your partner is, you gotta really vet that person for real. Like you that, gotta vet that person. Like we say, that's why I don't do boyfriend girlfriend. You choose yeah. the parent of your child. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I don't want to do boyfriend girlfriend. I feel like when it comes to boyfriend girlfriends, <clears throat> there's not enough. I've, it's not enough evaluation. Mm. It's more like when I think of those relationships, I think about it's just a vibe. We love each other, energy. We love our conversations, mm -hmm. but we're never having those deep, gritty conversations. Like, what is it that you want? Mm -hmm. What is it that like the non-negotiables? Mm -hmm. Like, those are not conversations I feel like are had a lot in. Boyfriend girlfriend relationships, mm -hmm. I'm fine with having that conversation and me and you being friends. Mm -hmm. And and in our friendship, if we'll we'll know that there's this level of intimacy there. Because yeah. of course, if we're uh, if we're transparent with each other, mm. we will share it. And it'll and naturally happen. It will naturally time. happen. I feel like you can pop the question to me and I don't need to be considered your girlfriend. If you know the relationship that we have, so, I'm more of like exclusive. So that's interesting. I never heard that perspective before. Um, so I've been hurt so many times. Would you? <laughs> would you? Damn, that's interesting. So, what what would you consider the state of the relationship then? Like, how would you title it if that's not your boyfriend? Because so this is your friend that you're just getting to know with time. Is that what exactly. it is? Exactly. Just my friend. Because at the end, of the day, I one thing for me, what I've seen <laughs> mm -hmm. a lot of the marriages didn't have 
a strong foundation in their friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they wasn't able to hang out or spend time with each other while there being sexual intimacy involved. Honestly, they don't really like each other. Sometimes yeah. they don't really like each other. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want to be able to be in your company while sex being the number one thing in our relationship. I feel like if we can survive with a friendship without sex involved, yeah. there's nothing we cannot... There's nothing we oh, can't do. Because sex really does cloud a lot of judgment. Of course. It clouds a lot of judgment. It clouds a lot of uh, heart. And if you could cancel that out, I think you can really get to know a yeah. person on a deeper level. So when the sex come involved, like at the end of the day, I'm what it is is that I'm comfortable with talking about sex mm-hmm. while having to do it. Or while even have to be attractive to you. Mm-hmm. Like we can just talk about it. Because at the end of the day, it's something we all do. Yeah. So if we could casually talk about it, I'm going to tell you like, I'm confident in the, in the way I do my do. Mm-hmm. And if you confident in the way you do your do, we can have that discussion. And from the conversation, you'll know what I like, what I don't like. So if the time eventually does come and it happened, mm-hmm. I already know. I ain't, I, I'm not going to be so mad if it's not that great, but it's going to build there. But I know what you like and what you don't like. Yeah. So I'm the, like the most I would do is probably exclusive. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're exclu- we're exclusive. You're my partner. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing boyfriend, girlfriend. I went, when I was doing that, it was childish. I felt like it was like a leech. At one mm-hmm. point, too. Because it's like you kind of bind to the person, giving them all the um, benefits of a marriage mm-hmm. without the legal paper. And marriage, I need the paper. Mm-hmm. Where's the paper? Let's sign the paper. Yeah. Because like, you remember, Wolf, I said it before, you cannot survive in America with, with no more than two incomes. Yeah. I like If we're going to have a relationship, our relationship is just not going to be about sex. It's going to be business. Yeah. It's going to be what we want. Our, what is what is our vision for our future? Yeah. What is the vision for our life, yeah. for our children? It's more than just sex. That's why I can't stand boyfriend, girlfriend. Like yeah. I'd rather just say like they're exclusive. I feel that. I think uh, regardless of how, whatever route you take to get there, just make sure you really vet that person. Because even with friendship, you know what I mean? Like, I think sometimes friendship isn't enough either. You know what I mean? Because, like, we all have friends that we've had, and then that those relationships still ended, though. You right. know what I mean? Regardless of how close y'all were. Like, y'all might have shared some really beautiful memories together, but it came to an end for some reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So... You really got to vet that person just to make sure that we have an understanding. I think really like the key to that shit is the non-negotiables for real. Like I think that got to be the key to it. It'd be like, hey, like don't ever do this. Don't ever do that. This is how I want to be treated. This is how I don't want to be treated. If you can just, on top of me being attracted to you and our like spiritual values are aligned and stuff like that, as long as we got that understood, then we got, we got a real chance of going somewhere. I think it's when people cross boundaries is when like it's like this shit's not gonna work. Because people never set those boundaries. Right. So we gotta set yeah. it from <laughs> about what the boundaries are. Yeah, we gotta set it from the beginning. Like the girl that I'm with, like she has a very firm understanding of like, this is how I wanna be treated, this is how I don't wanna be treated. And anytime we get to a place where we cross that, we we gotta talk about it, obviously. Right. You know what I mean? And so she knows for the most part with me, I can't speak for her, you know what I mean? But she knows for the most part with me, like as long as you don't cross my boundaries, I really not don't have much to complain about. I really don't. Yeah. I really I don't, don't. There's you know not I mean? much to complain about. Yeah, just don't. Once, dis- you're, once there, there's no disrespect, yeah. 
there's nothing to complain about. I really think you can deal with a lot of people exactly. for a long time if you just know what exactly. not to do. Exactly. Like, it don't got to be perfect. I'm not... Imperfect. Perfection is not real. You know what Right. I mean? It's not. But just don't cross the unnegotiables. You know exactly. I mean? Just don't cross those. Like, we get into a, a misunderstanding here or there. Life. I'm not about it's to life. run away because this shit knock you all the time. You know what I mean? Right. Don't do some the, petty girl yeah, shit. Yeah, but don't do no petty girl <laughs> shit. You know I mean? don't, don't disrespect me. Don't call me out of my name. Don't embarrass me. Keep it Don't solid. do things you wouldn't want done to you. Absolutely. Basically. Like me, can I to share a story with y'all? Yeah. Sure. Story time. Was, story time. I was I was with my girlfriend in a pub, in a public setting and we had a misunderstanding about something. And uh I understood where she was coming from, you know what I mean? Like what she was sharing with me. I was like, I I hear you on that, you know what I mean? But I don't want to talk about that right now. It's not the time, you know what I mean? It was like we was in a really nice place. We were out of town. Let's talk about this later. You know what I mean? Right. And so um she obviously wanted to talk about it, but I was just like, you know what, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to spread off. We were like in a venue. It was like music and stuff going on. I was like, I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to continue to like fraternize with people and continue to be mixing and social and shit like that. And um, my cousin was there and my cousin came up to me. He was like, hey, like uh, Shorty told me uh, she that y'all was just in the back talking about such and such, such and such or whatever. And I'm like, she did? You know what I mean? Because that goes against, that's one of my unnegotiables. You know what I mean? It's like, what's between me, me and you? Let that stay between me and you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Especially if, like, don't, why would you go and tell my cousin about it? Because you're feeling emotional right now. You know what I mean? Because you're feeling like, you and you, you know, you and your feelings. And so what you did is you kind of broke code. You know what I mean? Like, you went and you shared something with him that was supposed to be private between us. You know what I mean? Right. That y'all didn't even get a chance to That discuss. we didn't even get a chance mm-hmm. to, because I said we could talk about it later. You know what I mean? Quick, before you go, I, yo, I have, I'm not going to lie, I really do be cutting people off. No, and you're then, good. You're good. Then, <laughs> because you said um, that you wanted to talk about it later. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people understand that. Yeah, like for sure. there's certain like you don't want to you have like if you have an event going on you didn't want to mess up the mood right exactly you said you was in a nice venue yeah and it, clearly there was other people it was it yep. sounded like it was networking and yep. it was and everything it was really fun so you wanted to you didn't want to talk about it at the moment because you wanted to venture you still wanted to keep the energy live right that's why you wanted to talk about it exactly. later exactly. okay I wanted to understand that point like yeah, why did you want to talk about it later that's what it was it just wasn't the right time you know what I mean? right because it was like I understood her concern. And I was going to give you the attention that that con- that concern needed. Like, if you wanted to talk about it, I like, because I didn't deny how she felt. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I was just like, but let's not talk about it right now. You know what I mean? And I think that my unnegotiable is like, as your man, I think you should have respected that and kept that between us. But instead, what you did was, is because maybe you want to talk about it now. You went and you brought my cousin, and now you brought him involved in something that's personal between us. You know what I mean? Right. So we had to have a conversation about that. You know what I mean? Um, and that's what I mean, just an example of like not passing certain boundaries. Those are certain things you shouldn't do because you know it'll make you upset. And I told her, I was like, I'm I'm really disappointed in you that you would share something like that. That's supposed to be private between us because that's like very messy. It's like mm-hmm. high schoolish, you know what I mean? And that yeah. goes against, you need people to respect your boundaries because if you can't, then it just means that anything's possible with you. And I, you can't be with a person that anything is possible with. Right. Because uh, who knows what they're going to do. Right. <laughs> Right. I, that's why I mean, like, I we really need to sit down and talk and mm-hmm. create these boundaries and stuff. Be, and this is why you also need to teach your children because 
this is something that this th- that's the kind of relationship advice that could go on for generations. Mm-hmm. But obviously, we don't all get it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like now, I feel like I know I need to really sit here and think, what are my non-negotiables? Yeah, like you. I have my like my little three, but that my three is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, think about that. It'll help help you stay in line. It's just simple. So it's like nigga, as long as you don't ever violate, it's gonna be Gucci. And as soon as you violate. You know why I'm leaving now. Mm. Simple. You know what I mean? Instead mm. of making it complicated and shit, like I told you, this is how it got to be with me. You know what I mean? I don't ask for much, but the things I ask for, I don't want to play games with you on that. Mm-hmm. And if they violate it, it's like, well, then you know why I'm out. Don't even do no goofy shit. Don't be getting people involved. You know why I'm out because you violated the thing we discussed about in the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah, but with relationship, I just feel like, you know, especially when it comes to the non-negotiables, a lot of people have that conversation when it's too late. Yeah. And then that's when the issues arise in the relationship, and then it's like, yeah. you know, I can't do this. I'm out, and it's like, no. And then all the petty nonsense, all that back and forth. We're together, we're not together. We know each other. I'm comfortable with you, so I'm gonna stay in this relationship, even though I know he or she is not giving me what it is that I want. But will I ever find this somewhere else? I mean, I know, I know him. It's comfortable. <laughs> Let me go wash my drawers and go back. That's what it's like. So they're going to get in a new pair. But that's crazy. It's so much we got to teach. And that, it's crazy how all this starts with a simple flirt. Yeah. It literally starts with a simple flirt. Yeah. Shoot. Now you got to be careful. With a little, you looking with. sweet. You looking sweet like Jello fries. No one says that. Yes, they do. They say sweet like Jello fries. Jello fries is not even it's sweet. It's not sweet, yeah. yeah I know, <laughs> but you're looking Whoa. sweet. If Wolf knows. So I'm going to say, so what would I say? If I'm using Jello fries as the, you're looking sweet like Jello, what would I say? You're looking spicy like Jello fries? Yeah. That makes a little That more makes more so much sense. Spicy is a compliment. You guys are weird. <laughs> Wolf, I think you, you are Nigerian by association today. I used to talk to a Nigerian girl. We were real cool, man. How did I? Okay, so... Did did you flirt with her or she flirted with you? How did it go? Um, I definitely I, I definitely hunted her down for sure. You hunted her down? Yeah, for sure. You was like, I wanted that. Not yeah, the hunter gathering. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I wanted that, went for it, and then boom. Yeah. So how you spit game? How do I spit game? Yeah. Honestly, um, it's different for different men. <laughs> Put him right? on the spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a good question though. Um I spit game just by being myself as corny as that sound, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like one, to me, I'm not the type of guy that tries to convince a girl to like me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I think a lot of guys waste their time doing that. You know what I mean? Like, they're just like, let me just shoot at a girl because I like her. You know what I mean? I like girls who like me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Half, the, half the job is done once it's, once it's, I know that. You know what I mean? So, like, if I'm communicating with a girl and I know that she's into me, you kind of don't really have to do too much. At that point, you kind of just have to not do stupid shit and yeah. kind of just not drop the ball. Just don't fuck point. it up. Just don't fuck it up, you know what <laughs> I mean? But it's like, as long as you know, you're looking decent, your hygiene is well, you know what I mean? And you don't sound like an idiot, you know what I mean? At that point, it, can, it has the chance to go somewhere, right. you know? So when it comes to flirting for me, you know, I just really looking for somebody who I'm already their type of flavor, you know what I mean? And then from that point, it's like, all right, we just talk, you know, and um, either you have nerves or you don't, you talk through the nerves, you get through that point, and then whatever comes next, you know what I mean? I'm glad you said that. Girls, I like you, because there was- People t- be going out of their league. Out of their people- league. <laughs> when I tell you, like, you remember, it was one time, I think it was, this one we were coming up with the idea thing, right? Mm-hmm. And we were on Flatbush, <laughs> and this 
dark mind you i like dark skin but he was dark skin his hair was not cut it was not clean mm -hmm. he had on like the bermuda shorts talking about with the stripes mm -hmm. and like this oversized white tee and mm -hmm. he pulled up with me to me with the flip phone and asked mm -hmm. me if he could have my number mm -hmm. i looked at them and i said why did he think he could talk to me yeah 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 <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Like completely yeah. out your league. A lot of guys, that's some, again, that's something I could teach my son. You know what I mean? It's like cater to your crowd, bro. You know what I mean? It's like, I think like I grew up before I knew what I'm saying now, what I was doing was the complete opposite. You know what I mean? Like I'd be going to the mall and just trying to reach out to any girl. You know what I mean? Like any girl at all. It didn't matter. Like you could walk up to him, try to merge, uh, muster up the courage to speak to him. <laughs> like, can I get your number or whatever? And it's just... It's just kind of pointless, you know what I mean? Because it's like when you, when a girl doesn't like you, you literally have whatever time frame of time to just do like the most miraculous shit possible to get her to fuck with you. you know I'm crying. Because you kind of have to. And sometimes even after that, it still don't work yeah, out. Yeah, it's like a woman will be like, okay, like I might entertain it to see what you got type shit. You know what I mean? Just but to see what you got. Just to see what you got. <laughs> but it might not. But it might not be in a young man's interest to do that because you're not even what she's going for, bro. Mm -hmm. You're not her you're type. Not. You know what I mean? So it's like you need to. Let me. I'm just, whatever guys is listening to y'all, I hope y'all really listening to this. Um, <laughs> the girl that likes you, bro, is the girl who keeps looking at you, bro. Like if you Period. at the party, you at the venue, you at the spot or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You got your head on the swivel, you peeping around, and then you notice that every time you turn your head that she got she eyes looking on at you, you. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's the one. Girl. I'm not going to lie. That's I be girl. mad when they don't catch the look. Like, yeah. how you don't see me looking at you, looking at me, looking nah. at you? The look is the green light. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And But the funny thing is, though, I feel like those are the times where guys are the most scared to approach. Because never once have I looked at a guy, he looked at me, I looked okay. back at him, and he never approached never. me. Never. There's always the ones looking at you that you're not looking at. You don't even know First they're looking all, at you. You don't even know they was at the they now come around the corner, hey, sweetness. First of all, there was the one not in the section. <laughs> Where you come from? Adjacent. It was right next to the section. Oh, they, you know, they, they, little, right next they to let them scoot themselves. Yeah, right yeah. I've seen that before. <laughs> like, go somewhere. Yeah. Get your Yo, own section. Yeah. I will be putting my phone and shit like, why is he in our section? Oh. Be, why, is, that, that be yeah. why is he in our section? Yeah. Like, yeah. A lot of guys, they just tone deaf. And they tone deaf because they don't know. Like, they weren't. Taught they weren't like I, it took me time to learn this shit. It took me yeah. time. I had to do this shit the wrong way like a million times. You know what I mean? To be like, damn, that shit don't work, bro. You know what right. I mean? Right. So. For you to try a whole new revenue. I need to figure out something new too. Because <laughs> <laughs> single till married. <laughs> For real. How long have we been talking, Wolf? Uh, we had an hour, 11 minutes. Ooh, Ooh. let's bring this episode to a short. It was a good topic, though. But remember to follow us, The Fang Podcast, on Instagram and TikTok. Ooh, and we're also The Wahala Girls on yes. Instagram and TikTok. You know, summertime is coming. Summertime Why do you keep here? saying that? Summertime is here. Summertime is not Is it here? When we post this episode, it will be. <laughs> Well, it's nice outside, so Wahala Girls, we know they cause trouble. We just have fun. Period. Follow <laughs> us at the Wahala Girls. We're back outside, back at it again. Um, catch us at the next spot. Shoot, you might catch us at Festac. Who knows? That's the look. That's the, that's, that's, the, that's, that's the spot. That's the meetup. That's, that's the meetup. Like, if, you try, <laughs> if you're trying to get into Nigerian clubs and you just want a little piece of it, try Festac. Like, it's not that bad. Well, if you might, like, you might pair. You just, you, you like it. Okay. You like it. It's a little bit mixy. 
Okay. It's very much mixy. Sometimes you need a little mixiness. So mixiness mixy is not, fun. Mixy's cool. Mixy is fun. As long as there's not like no hands being thrown, yeah. no guns being pulled out. Oh, yeah, nah, we'll Mixy not messy. You know what I mean? Mm, period. Mixy not messy. Mixy not messy. We're gonna clip. That's gonna be a nice little clip. <laughs> um, and you can follow me at it's underscore mukri on Instagram and hey Hollywood, hey underscore Hollywood on TikTok. Yes, and I'm that queen back. That's on Instagram and TikTok. Um, and yeah, we want to thank you guys for tuning in with us to this episode and we will see you next time. Yep. And thank you, Wolf, for giving us your opinion on this yeah, episode. Sure. It's very much nice to, to, hear your sh- yeah. to hear your opinion. Yeah, yeah. thank y'all. Thank y'all. And remember, y'all stay sweet like Joe Love Rice. <laughs> sweet? Not, not sweet. Sweet. He did it for you, bro. And I appreciate that. <laughs> and we out. <laughs>